Good morning. There's a lot to be said about motherhood. It's an all-time, 24-hour, seven-day job. And the biggest payment you get is bouquet of, da- of daisies. Not really. It's dandelions. <laughs> and sticky little fingerprints on the windows, refrigerators, TVs. The other day, I was over at Austin and Shelby's house, and I looked, and there's little fingerprints all the way across the bottom of the TV. And I looked at Shelby, and she goes, well, somebody told me not to ever wipe those off, that they're a memory. And I just looked at her. I went home, and we had Easter at my house, and I looked at my door, and there were fingerprints from all four of my grandkids. And I had to chuckle because I thought, that's such a dude payment of raising three boys. (laughs) The first slide that you see up is a very prominent slide. Genesis 1 through 20. If you have your Bibles, join me in that. And Adam called his wife named Eve, because she was the mother of living. As we have gone through motherhood, and this is not just directed to moms that raise children, but also fathers that are raising their children. At the weakest moment of motherhood can be a catalyst of us leading our children to God so they can see that we lean to the Lord. Just as Adam and Eve had found and wandered, that they had to lean to the Lord, to go towards the Lord for their strength. Nick. And then Exodus 20, 12. Honor. Your mother and father, I should have put mother and father since it's Mother's Day, but it says father and your mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God has given you. Honoring your mother and father is also a way to not just do as they ask you, but as they have provided for you. Being grateful, having that gratitude showed back to your parents. I was talking to my best friend yesterday on my way to the office, and she has now an 18-year-old son, and she's a single mom. And I was listening to her just, just, he's doing this, he's doing that, he's doing this. And I go, hold up, what are you doing? She goes, what do you mean? She's really big into horses. I said, you know how if you pull those reins back on a horse, it chokes them out? I said, Mom, loosen the reins and just hold on to that safety net. She goes, are you crazy? I said, probably. But hear me out. There are a point in time he has seen you at a weak point. What did you do? She goes, why I've always 
I've always prayed. And I've always asked the Lord to help us through it. I said, step back. Drop those reins. And just watch. I said, you have given those lessons to him to lean on the Lord. He is doing what you've asked him. He is working. He goes to tech school. He is doing his chores at home. He does not like turning his homework in or doing his homework. I think that is really typical of an 18-year-old boy. They see the money coming in and work looks much more appealing at that point. But I told her to just step back and hold on. I did list mothers of the Bible. Now I'm going to ask you one mother. Who, who was the oldest biblical woman to birth in the Bible? Okay. Somebody, I, I, I was running that by people at work, and I had one person tell me, Rachel, I was like, um, no. <laughs> Sarah definitely was the oldest. But as you can see, she waited. Rahab protected. Ruth, trust. Hannah, she prayed. Esther, she was a leader. Mary, she rejoiced. She rejoiced in the good and she rejoiced in all the trials that she had to go through. That is true strength. At the weakest moments, we also have to keep her needs hidden as we feel as mothers from our children. I have found, and I was just discussing this with my daughter-in-law, who is the head of the office and cracks the whip when I step out of line at the office. She's, she's actually my, she's the one that runs the office. But I, she has watched me in the past 10 years when I stepped away from a partnership and went out on my own. And she has watched me build in the last 10 years of being on my own. And my kids saw me at my weakest point. I had one in high school and one coming out of high school. And times were really, really kind of pinched because Austin was on the fence of college, trade school, what do we do? I told him to do what he loved, so he did. We went forward, and I just dug in, and there were many nights, and yesterday was the first time I had shared with her that I actually told her every night I was on my knees in my room and the only words that can come out of my mouth was, it's okay. We will make it. It's okay. The strength had to come from within, but it was only fed by the grace of God. When we show our weaknesses to our children, and time, my youngest one came down yesterday from Columbus, and he had shared with me, when I was going through my PowerPoint, he was looking at it. And 
he goes, it has been a journey. I said, it has been. But those journeys, as I have shared with you guys a couple weeks ago, those are not to be obstacles, but they are part of your journey. They are part of your testimony to share with others of what you have superseded and come through with the Lord leading you. Keeping our needs hidden from our child, how will they know the true source of where our strength came from? And I made these four questions up. If our children cannot see God at work in their own homes, how will they learn to lean on him when they leave our safe spaces? I will love you, O Lord, my strength. That's verse 1 out of Psalms 18, showing that his strength is relevant and does go through our whole process of our lives, each and every step that we go through. The strength only comes from digging into your faith and knowing that the Lord will catch you. The second verse If our children do not serve one another and bear burdens of those closest to them, how will they live out this biblical principle later in life to see it unfold? Now, a lot of you have not really gotten the opportunity to watch my boys as they were older teenage years, as we had lived down in southern Butler County, and we were in church down there. But... The youngest one really struggled through college. And I was sending him biblical verses constantly. Dig in to your faith. And finally, just one day, he was, he was calling me. He was upset. And I told him, I, I yelled. I said, Ty Daniel, where is your faith? Where is your strength? Where does your core strength come from? And he just, he stopped. And he goes, okay, mom, I got this. I got it. And a day later, he called me with a verse backing up his strength. Digging in, not letting his anxiety and his depression control him and take him down a bad path. He said, Mom, if I had not watched you through the years, keep telling us it's okay. Keep telling us that we're going to make it. Keep telling us that faith is our rock. I don't think I would have made it. I said, yes, you would have. Because God's got you. He has you. He has you at all times. If our children haven't seen a reliance on God, will they grow up to be overwhelmed adults, forgetting who can rescue them from their lowest moments? And that was Ty's lowest moment. And he had, he's a rock collector like I am. And he had gone and collected some rocks when we were in the canyon out seeing mom and dad in Arizona. And when I went up to visit him to check on him, make sure everything was good, he had his hand in his pocket, and he, he pulled out the stone. And he, he goes, every time I feel that, Mom, 
I pull it up and I put it right here. And I know God has got that faith rock hard in its stone. It's not going to move and it's not going to waver. He's got this. That was the most refreshing moment as a mom to hear that to come from my own son. That he has learned that that strength has to come from the Lord. We pretend to have it all together. And believe me, I am the queen of putting on that pretend face and on that inner core. I look like a rabid squirrel. (laughs) I do. I have those days. Although, as your kids, they can kind of say it now. Come on, Mom. But I still would put that, that it's okay. We got it all together. Nothing's going to waver. Who really holds us together? But they knew who really held us together. They knew who was carrying us at that time. There were times they would come to me, Mom, how are we going to get this? Pray on it. Now, I did not intercede in their prayer rooms when they would go to their rooms, but I made sure that I was down and I was praying. If I tell them to pray, I'd pray ten times harder just to make sure. Come on, guys. If there's one thing I would have changed in my motherhood, it would be this. I would have shared more of my weaknesses and asked for more help to let them see and be honest with my kids when I was worn thin and could barely hang on. Just as the Lord instructed the Apostle Paul, He reminds us how God's power comes alive in our weakness. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient. This is the Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. Sorry, Nick. (laughs) My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boost all the more glad. I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest upon me. To me, that is one of the most powerful verses that you could utilize at the weakest point. My grace is sufficient for you. So many people do not understand that it's okay to accept his grace on a daily basis because it is plentiful and it is powerful. Just as his love is never ending, that grace is always there for you. Is made perfect in the weakness. Every time I feel that I'll look at the schedule and Shelby, there's times that she wishes she could just swipe that schedule closed so I can't see it. Because I, I tell her, I said, some days it's like I got a big wave. It's like a big ocean. Here it comes, here it comes. She goes, well, why do you do that? I said, because it mentally prepares me so I can help those who come. She goes, I don't understand. I said, it's like when the ocean flushes that water over you. You know you're still protected. So she has now started coming to that point where she just looks at the schedule and she closes her eyes and she says a little something to her, to her and the Lord, and 
our day goes. But it's just accepting that, okay, we've got a really busy schedule and it flows really well. And I have had days I've gotten so busy when I come in, I don't do that. And that rabid squirrel, it's everywhere. And I can't get a broom fast enough to get it out. But it's crazy. It's very hectic. If I don't just take that minute and thank him for the blessings he gives me and accept that grace that he allows. We never want our children to see us as strong women, air quote, who don't need anyone or anything. While we fall apart at the seams in our private spaces, a true, strong, grace-filled woman loves Jesus more than her pride and invites others to be a part of her journey. Hence why I don't mind coming up and sharing with you guys. Because a lot that I share with you has been the journey that has been provided for me to share. Everyday motherhood requires daily prayer and an urgency to know God more. This is the gift you will pass on to your children daily. Psalms 3, I will call upon the Lord. Who worthy, who's worthy to be. My type's too little. Thank you. <laughs> I came to see it with my glasses. Thank you. <laughs> this goes back to not just mothers, but all of us having to step towards the Lord and ask for that every day. We praise him in every possible way by giving him the thanks for the blessings that he provides to us. Mothers, let your children see that you need Jesus. It empowers them. It puts you in that light so they come to you. If they don't know where it's at, then you can show them. We are the teachers. I wrote out acronym of mother and I was going through there and I looked at it and some of them got a little changed when I looked at it again this morning. So M for memories and management. I look at management as moms run the house, whether it's forefront or behind the scenes. You're running that house. Every one of you. Oh. Very observant. And I've got a mother that is an overcomer. She has battled cancer twice. Teacher. Tolerant. <laughs> I've had my trying times. I, I so admit that. And I still, to this day, apologize to my mother. Helpful. Healer. That came from my boys. Embrace and emotional. I know I'm an emotional mom. And I even said that to Austin last night. I, I am not that mom that 
puts that emotion here, it's like right there. And they see it. They know. Are responsible and reliable. Even though you ask your mom, she's just like, oh, I really don't want to do this. Fine, I'll do it. They're always there. Moms are always there. But so are dads. Those are dads who are raising their kids, doing the mom thing too. They are always there. As a mother, a lot of those resonate with the women who have brought me up. My great-grandmother, Fisher. My grandmother, Casey. Mary Garrett. And Cheryl Oliver. And then, of course, my mother, Diana. They have had a huge impact in my life, and always will. And I can only pray to the Lord that I have just as a huge impact as all those ladies have, and all three of my sons and my four grandkids. And as you come to my office, and Rack can attest to this, I have footprints on my doors of my grandkids. And every day I just kind of walk by, and I am so grateful <coughs> to be able to have them present in my life because each child is just as a big of a gift as what our mothers are. So I'm going to share a prayer that I wrote for you. Brody, did you want to come on up? Yeah, as we close, I want to invite all of our moms to stand. And for everyone else that's um, close by, if it's your family, don't feel free to, to lay hands on. If anyone else, you're welcome to extend a hand, lay hands on whatever you'd like to do. I want to invite all the moms to stand this morning. All right, and Danielle's going to pray as we all agree in prayer this morning. Lord, I'm tired and I'm weary, and I feel alone. Grant me discernment and guidance. Will you help me be real and send others into my life who can walk through this with me? I need this now more than ever. I know your grace is sufficient, Lord. I believe this. You are my Redeemer, and I trust in you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Danielle, and, and, and everyone. We invite you to stand at this time for your benediction. But all moms are going to get a flower before they leave today. Those make it back there in the vegetable before you go. Um, so make, make sure you grab that before you go. Hopefully there will be some water. You can get some water to it really quickly, like when you walk out the door. All right? But want to get, uh, just want to share a benediction in just coming right from Danielle's heart uh, for each and every one of you moms here this morning. May you pass on that rock-solid faith that you have been given. For everyone else, may you receive that rock-solid faith from those that have been placed in your life. And for every mom that is here today that is just one of those seasons where you're weary, may you hear to the word of God as Danielle shared, his grace is sufficient for you. God bless you. Have a wonderful week.